Good morning. I am Mika Lazo. This is ABS-CBN special coverage on the COVID-19 pandemic. The headlines. COVID-19 cases in the Philippines now over 1,000. The death toll now at 68. Global deaths due to the novel coronavirus top 30,000. The Philippine Central Bank eyeing more monetary actions to soften the economic impact of COVID-19. The Health Department apologizes to the public after it drew flag for allotting a 500 peso daily allowance to frontliners. We begin with live shots from Times Square in New York, normally bustling Sunday, now free of crowds. Tourists and local New Yorkers stay home amid a global coronavirus outbreak. U.S. President Donald Trump late Saturday decided a quarantine of the New York area to curb the spread of the coronavirus would not be necessary. New York has become the epicenter of the coronavirus across America as the country breaches the 100,000 mark in number of cases of COVID-19. On Twitter, Trump said he had asked federal health officials to issue a strong travel advisory instead, which would be administered by the governors of New York, New Jersey and Connecticut. Full details will be released by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The announcement comes just hours after Mr. Trump on Saturday said he was considering prohibiting travel in and out of the New York area. The state's governor, however, dubbed the initial idea as anti-American and said he would not cooperate. The number of the COVID-19 cases in the Philippines now over 1,000. 272 new cases were added on Saturday. Among them, the two youngest patients, aged 1 and 5, as well as three workers of the Philippine Health Department. The death toll also rose to 68, with the latest fatalities, mostly senior citizens, including an 86-year-old man from Quezon City who had no travel history. The number of recoveries, meanwhile, has reached 35 after four more patients were cured. The Philippine Health Department, meanwhile, warns the number of COVID-19 cases in the country will continue to rise as the government boosts its testing capabilities. The agency says the Research Institute for Tropical Medicine, or RITM, has been able to deliver more test kits donated by local and foreign entities to subnational laboratories. It adds several subnational laboratories have also been given the go signal for full implementation, which means they can now conduct individual testing and don't have to send patients to RITM for confirmatory tests. These labs are the Baguio General Hospital and Medical Center, the San Lazaro Hospital in Manila, the Vicente Soto Medical Center in Cebu, and the Southern Philippines Medical Center in Davao. The Lung Center of the Philippines in Metro Manila will also begin full-scale implementation by March 30th, while 30 other laboratories, both public and private, are undergoing stages of certification for COVID-19 testing. Meanwhile, some COVID-19 test kits from China found to be only 40% accurate. That's according to the Philippine Health Department. The DOH says those test kits have been stored for now. Nagsasagawa po ang RITM ng parallel testing ng mga test kits natin gamit po ang protocol ng World Health Organization. Sa mga naunang ipinadala sa amin na test kits from China na nakapagpakita ng 40% accuracy, hindi po natin ito ginamit. Dahil nakita na nga po, mababa po ang accuracy natin dito, kaya 
ito na lang po ay ating itinago. Pero yung pong Sunsure Test Kits na ibinigay din po sa atin, ito po ay nakapagpakita ng parehong resulta na test kits na galing sa WHO, kaya ito po ay pinayagang gamitin. The test kits were part of an aid package from China, which arrived last week. The package included 100,000 surgical masks and 10,000 sets of personal protective equipment. China, through its embassy in Manila, denies the inaccurate COVID-19 test kits mentioned by the Philippine Health Department Saturday came from them. The embassy claims the DOH has already clarified its statement, saying those test kits were did did not come rather did not come from the Chinese government. It adds the kits donated by the Chinese government have been assessed by the Research Institute for Tropical Medicine to be at par with the kits provided by the World Health Organization. China says it is continual continuously providing aid to Manila to end the pandemic, and it firmly rejects any irresponsible remarks and attempts to undermine the cooperation between the two nations in this regard. Meanwhile, Asia's richest man, Jack Ma, has donated more than 50,000 test kits to the Philippines. This is part of the first batch of medical supplies from the Jack Ma and Alibaba Foundations. Dr. Ronjean Solante of the San Lazaro Hospital says they received half of the donations, while the Philippine General Hospital got the other half. But Solante says the kits still need to go through a process before being used. This could take around a week, according to the doctor. We'll be sending some of the kits to RITM for, for validation. And uh, once the validation process uh, will be done, then that's the only time we can really use these kits to our patients. So, meaning it's not that easy to just use the kit. The Philippine Trade Department rushing the production of personal protective equipment to supply local hospitals amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Trade officials say a prototype PPE gown for doctors who handle COVID-19 patients is already nearing completion. Once approved for mass production, 10,000 of these gowns could be made every day. The Trade Department's training arm, the Philippine Trade Training Center, is also producing face shields that will be donated to the Philippine General Hospital, which was designated as a COVID-19 referral center. As for face masks, the Trade Department is already in talks with the country's two producers to sell at least half of their outputs in the local market. The Private Hospitals Association of the Philippines calling on the Health Department to immediately supply the needs of hospitals and medical frontliners. This as several frontliners, including doctors, have died due to COVID-19. The group insists the Health Department should not wait for hospitals to make formal requests for protective equipment. They do have already the records how much is our bed capacity. Mm -mm. So there's no... Uh, no time to request pa. Mm -mm. Just distribute whatever is available. We should help them. Mm -mm. Do not wait for more frontliners to die and to be quarantined. The group also claims small hospitals in provinces did not receive PPEs from the health department. Cabinet Secretary Carlo Nograles says the Philippines will ask its neighbors to avoid imposing trade restrictions amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Nograles says the agriculture, finance and trade departments will make sure that contracts between Manila and its partners will be fulfilled to keep imports coming in. This comes after Vietnam, the Philippines' top rice supplier, suspended issuing new export contracts to secure its own rice supply. If necessary, Nograles says Manila will import three 
300,000 metric tons of rice from other suppliers like India and Pakistan. For its part, the Agriculture Department is seeking a 32 billion peso supplementary budget to ensure the country's food security by having farmers plant rice earlier. Despite paltry compensation, some 600 doctors and nurses have already volunteered to join the fight against COVID-19 in the Philippines. The health department says the volunteers will be assigned in three government hospitals designated by the agency to treat COVID-19 patients. Meanwhile, the health department apologizes to the public after it drew flag for allotting a 500 peso daily allowance to frontliners. The DOH says it is already working on measures to increase compensation for health volunteers. Alam po natin dito sa kagawaran kung gaano kaimportante, kung gaano kadelikado ang maging isang healthcare worker lalong-lalo na sa ganitong panahon. Yung 500 po yan na inilagay natin sa ating protocol, allowance po yan na nilagay namin para meron po pang araw-araw ang ating mga healthcare workers. Ito po ay binasi namin sa allowance na binigay namin sa ating mga volunteers sa mga nakaraang mga outbreak response natin na ginagawa. Sa ngayon po, ang majority ng budget natin ay napupunta sa pagbili ng personal protective equipment o PPEs. Ngayon pong nabigyan na tayo ng supplemental budget ng Kongreso, amin na pong inaayos ang paghahati ng pera para mapaglaanan natin lahat ng importanteng bagay tulad ng compensation para sa ating mga healthcare workers. A health workers' group is enraged by the Philippine Health Department's 500 peso daily allowance for medical volunteers. Dr. Genevieve Reyes, Secretary General of the Health Action for Human Rights, says the agency did not comply with the guidelines issued by the Civil Service Commission, granting hazard pay for those who report for work and the 14-day quarantine coverage for those exposed in the line of duty. Her group calls on government to put the emergency fund to good use to hire and properly compensate medical volunteers joining the COVID-19 front lines. This is just so demoralizing for us. And I don't think at this point in the crisis, um, this is just what uh, the, the health workers deserve. Ang pinanawagan namin ay i-hire ang mga taong pagmaman ng mga COVID centers. Because po, without the, ano, without the emergency powers and the emergency funds, meron pong... Go- they can plantilla positions and DOH Uh-oh. na pwedeng gamitin. Sa salary grade 11 for nurses, that's 22,000. Sa doctors, for salary grade 21, entry level, at nasa batas po yan, ha, na yun po talaga yung entry level, ay uh, I think 50,000. Yung quarantine na 14 days after your tour of duty, dapat po sagutin nila yon yung uh, cost ng accommodation nila while on quarantine. Meanwhile, a Philippine lawmaker vows higher compensation for medical volunteers joining the COVID-19 front lines. Act CIS Partilist Representative Eric Goyap says he is meeting with House Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano to discuss where to source the funds. Next week, magkakamiting po kami na speaker kung saan po pwedeng kunin yung pondo at paano po mapopondo at madadagdaga po yung pondo para sa medical. Kaya po natin yung nasing case kulangin yung 275, pwede po namin ayusin po yung supplemental budget ng 1.6 billion dahil pasado na po sa committee yung ng appropriations. Meanwhile, Yap said the health department's clerical error that showed he was positive for COVID-19 was understandable. 
damat mali nga po yung ganong pagkakamali sa encoding, naiintindihan ko po sila dahil biglaan pong nagkaroon tayo ng ganitong klaseng crisis. Commitment ko naman sa kanila sa bilang appropriations chair, tulong po kung ano po yung magagawa ko para dun sa budget ng RITM, ano po yung mga kailangan nila para mapondohan, tutulong po ko dun nang sa ganun po, uh, maiwasan rin po yung mga pagkakamali. Philippine Foreign Affairs Secretary Todoro Luxin Jr. says the issue when Chinese doctors coming to help the country's COVID-19 response is now being fixed. Luxin on Saturday slammed the Philippine Health Department for allegedly blocking the entry of doctors from mainland China. In the now-deleted Twitter post, Luxin revealed he had asked China's ambassador to Manila to send the physicians to aid Filipinos in the fight against the pandemic. But just hours after, Luxin shared a news item on the issue, saying, quote, it is now being fixed. The health department has yet to comment on the issue. The number of the Filipinos infected by the novel coronavirus overseas has reached 280 after 77 new cases were added in the past days. The Philippine Foreign Affairs Department says of that number, 168 are undergoing treatment. 108 have been discharged while four have died. Most of the cases are in the Asia-Pacific region, which has 130. Europe, meanwhile, has 81 cases of Filipinos with COVID-19. The Philippine Central Bank eyeing more monetary actions to soften the economic impact of COVID-19. This includes further easing of the reserve requirement ratio or the amount that banks have to hold in reserve. The Central Bank Governor Benjamin Diokno says he expects a further downgrade of GDP forecasts due to the COVID-19 crisis. I would assume that this quarter there will be uh, a uh, still positive, maybe around 3%, because this thing happens, second quarter will probably be negative, and third quarter maybe uh, around negative also, and then we start picking up in the third quarter. The Monetary Board has authorized me to cut the reserve uh, requirement ratio by 500 basis points. Okay, we we have just cut it by uh, 200 basis points. So we'll look at uh, the uh, the behavior of the market and uh, whether more more uh, easing will be needed. The, the 300 billion uh, repo arrangement with the treasury that could also be increased uh, as, as the need arises. Meanwhile, Diokno says Philippine inflation remains stable for now. The forecast now is 2.4 for March, and it's going to go down. Our full-year forecast for inflation is 2.2 for this year and 2.4 for next year, which is lower than the midpoint original forecast of 3% plus or minus 1%. So we're very optimistic that uh, inflation will continue to the global economy has plunged into recession. That's according to the International Monetary Fund as the COVID-19 pandemic batters the world. IMF Managing Director Kristalina Georgieva says the danger lies in a potential wave of bankruptcies and layoffs caused by the sudden shutdown of economies across the world. But she maintains the IMF is prepared to help its members fight the pandemic. We have seen an extraordinary spike in requests for IMC emergency financing. Over 80 countries have placed requests uh, and more are likely to come. Uh, and normally uh, we, we never have had more than a handful of requests uh, 
at any one time. Many of these emerging markets will experience a contraction as the necessary containment measures take hold, that would happen, and they are already shocked by reduced global demand for their exports, for tourism, for commodities, for manufactured goods that provide critical stream of foreign exchange. Our current estimate for the overall financial needs of emerging markets is $2.5 trillion. The COVID-19 pandemic has disrupted global supply chains across the world and shuttered businesses. Meanwhile, global deaths due to the novel coronavirus has topped 30,000. Cases, on the other hand, has reached over half a million in over 200 countries and areas worldwide. Young Filipinos are stepping up to the plate amid the coronavirus outbreak by taking a more active role for their families during the lockdown in Luzon. Of course, they are doing it the most millennial way. That is, creating a Facebook group. Inspired by the movie Hunger Games, Quarantine Tribute Tips is a virtual group for kids who volunteer to do outdoor chores so their parents can stay safe at home. Now, with nearly 23,000 members, the group gathers adulting tips, such as how to pick the best grocery items, how to cook budget-friendly dishes like a mom, how to clean the house or wash clothes, and how to keep the parents from going out. Oh, how the tables have now turned. Members also share what they can do to fight the boredom, as well as their experiences being the Katniss Everdeen in their family. May the odds be ever in your favor, kids. And that's the latest in our special coverage of the COVID-19 outbreak. I am Rika Lazo. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel. You can also listen to podcasts of ANC shows. Just search hashtag ANC podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Stitcher. For comments, you can email us at ancfeedback at abs-cbn.com. We'll be back with more news at 1. See you back here then.